When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't make me say I told you so. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Celtics score 40 points in the fourth quarter. Boston 120, Golden State 108. There's nothing to panic about. This isn't over by a long shot. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Basketball Hall of Famer Gary Payton. Host of NBC's American Ninja Warrior. Akbar Bajabiamila. Pro Football Hall of Famer Mike Singletary plus jazz forward Juancho Hernan Gomez. And now it's Rich Eisen. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on NBC Sports on Peacock here on NBC Sports Radio, Sirius XM. Good to see everybody uh, calling into this show. 844-204-RICH number to dial on this terrestrial radio network coast to coast for the Rich Eisen Show. We're also available on Odyssey. We say hello to our podcast listeners listening to this show whenever they want. And we also say hello to anybody who subscribes to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all your needs. Chris Brockman and uh, DJ Mikey D is out. Jay Felly is sitting in for him today. Good to see both of you gentlemen right there. TJ Jefferson has lit the candle. What's up over there, TJ Jefferson? What's up over there, sir? Good to see you. You know, NBA Finals. Well, here's the deal. Did me on purpose? Is that what happened? (laughs) Let's go. No. (laughs) I did not do that. My, my 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 thoughts are that if this show doesn't start as well as you like, if this show uh, you think about, you know, two thirds of the way in, the show isn't uh, looking as good or is performing as well as you think. All you got to do is just wait, because you never know. Things can change pretty darn fast. I'm gonna flex on you guys like Al Horford. The <laughs> Boston Celtics looking down and out. It was. At one point, with three minutes and 23 seconds Terrible. to go in the third quarter, 80-67. to 67, Oh, brutal. The Golden State Warriors got an avalanche of points. You know, I guess I'm mixing my metaphors from uh, sports playoffs going on right now. Well, they won two, Rich, 4 nothing. I know, a blowtorching hey, of the place by online. Steph Curry in the first quarter yeah. of that game. And the Celtics not only survived it to keep it close, but took a halftime lead only to have... What the Warriors have done to so many teams in these playoffs. Certainly the Mavericks felt it in the Western Conference Finals. The Memphis Grizzlies not so much as the Warriors survived them. But definitely the Denver Nuggets. Definitely the Denver Nuggets felt the Warriors doing poorly until a five, six-minute stretch just threw something on their opponent. And the Celtics survived that. By putting a 40-piece on the Golden State Warriors in the first game of the NBA Finals in the fourth quarter. And just, again, my two cents on these Celtics over the last several weeks have been the fact that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, on occasion, will take a game over for the other if one is not performing at the A-plus superstar level. And last night... Jason Tatum was having an off night for him. 
And then Jalen Brown reminded everybody in the Bay Area that he played at Cal. <laughs> and he just took the game over in the third quarter. That's when it started, when he kept things close. And then in the fourth quarter, did his thing. And then everybody else began to join him. Horford, Marcus Smart coming off of the bench after the team performed extremely well with him on the bench. This kid white, man. Yeah. He plays both ends of the floor and he can make threes. And it was a blizzard of three pointers. The Celtics proved once again that they have the ability to put the pedal to the metal and start raining in threes on you. 21 of them last night. Just raining them in from all over the place. And since when did Al Horford become Robert Ori times uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo? When did that happen? I mean, he he waited his entire career for this moment, and it was obvious that he was saving it all up for this moment. Al Horford made six threes last night. Certainly not in the year he played for the Sixers. 26 points. He led the Celtics last night, and the Celtics come up with a shocking Game 1 performance. I mean, Horford is saying it with his chest. He's putting up the Draymond Green arm flex to the, to, the, to the Golden State Warrior fans who are shocked, ready to celebrate <laughs> Steph, Curry's, Steph Curry's clear super uh, performance in his first NBA Finals MVP campaign to be successful. I mean, at one point, I thought it was over when Andre Iguodala's making threes, and it's just yeah. like... It's just like, okay, we've got the current Warriors with their first NBA final MVP of this run, putting it all together. Curry's unstoppable. Klay Thompson is making tough threes. Kevon Looney's blocking shots. Looney is blocking shots. And then the Celtics are like, nah. Nope. We're 7-2 and on the road in these playoffs. Make that 8-2. A 40-piece in the fourth quarter last night. It was crazy, Rich. You know, uh, I think today is the anniversary the of the NYPD game. To the Secret Service. 93. To behind the microphone. The taking the fight to Jordan the radical left. In that first and half the putrid swamp. Like You're listening to the seen. Dan Bongino Show. Like it Filling was, in for Dan. Here's you know, Kieran Davis. Kinda, Go. They're doing the switch thing, but the big man was dropping, just giving him wide open they, shots. They were giving wide open shots like, all we, over the place. And then Curry didn't score a single point in the second quarter. Picked up his third foul. Picked up two more fouls yeah. to get three at the half. The Celtics take the halftime lead, but then Kerr and the Warriors did their usual third quarter thing uh, to take a 12-point lead into the fourth quarter, and the Celtics start making threes one after the other. The Warriors stopped making their threes, and then the Celtics started playing lights-out blanket defense while not missing a shot, and that's how you go into game two with some considerable house money. Having taken game one, first game the Warriors lost at home in these playoffs. First one they've lost in that building. I think first game one they've ever lost with Steve Kerr as the head coach. That was an incredible comeback by the Celtics last night and an off night by Tatum. And, you know, M.A. Still had 13 assists. M.A. Udoka, man. What a coach, man. This guy guy has totally put his stamp on things. And his stamp is tough defense and team spirit in a way that we did not see from the Celtics the first couple of months of the season. Something clicked in in the middle of January. Something happened to this team, and they have not looked back. They are an incredible cohesive unit on defense and then on offense, making threes from all over the place. And this coach, 
when they were on that 17-0 run, he called timeout twice. (laughs) Twice to make sure that the Celtics were going to get a good shot because he had the timeouts to spare. He had three to go with less than four minutes. He had three to go. He had his challenge. He had it all working. And and the momentum, normally just like let it keep going. He stopped it twice to make sure the Celtics got a good shot to make sure that their run would continue on. And each time they did, he set it up. You know who, who did that particularly well? Brad Stevens did that. That was one of his hallmarks. This guy's got the same thing. And the team believes in what the coach is selling, obviously more than what Stevens was selling. I mean, you could see that over the last few months here. Incredible. That was unbelievable last night. The Boston Celtics take a 1-0 lead. And now the the question is, is what do the Warriors do here now? Because this is when their vaunted experience is going to have to come into play. That was the conversation coming into the finals. And they showed that stat right off the top of the ESPN broadcast last night, right? Number of playoff uh, NBA final games combined. The Warriors had over 120 on their roster. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics had a combined number of zero. <laughs> Nobody had ever played in an NBA finals game prior to last night. And the question, you know, what's, what, what's going to happen here? Like, hey, you've got the experience. And... The other team, however, might not know what they don't know. And what they don't know is to just lie down in the fourth quarter. And so this is where the vaunted Warriors experience is going to have to come into play here to hold serve, go to Boston, and do what they've done for, what did you say yesterday, 24 consecutive playoff series, which is win at least one game on the road. They're going to have to now, otherwise they lose the finals. So they're going to have to do that. And this is where the vaunted experience comes into play. From 18 to 21. you know, Strengthen background we were checks. We're supposed to enact safe storage law and red flag and, laws. And we believe, and I, I, I do, and I did going in, and some liability. Have to believe Address going the out. Mental health crisis. The best trio in this Deeping finals is Curry, Clay, and Draymond. Of gun violence. But last night, consequence of that violence. It was Brown, rational, Horford, sense and White. Yeah. That was it. It all means, it all means 15 of 23 from we three. Reinstate the assault and so Draymond Green went to the podium last uh, night support and said this. And the support they of law hit 21 threes and Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White combined for 15 of them. So those guys are good shooters, but they combined for, what, 15 out of eight. Where's Smart? Seven, eight. 15 for 23. My math right? 8, 7, and 8. 8, 7, and 8. Yeah, that's 23, right? Yeah. 15 for 23 from those guys. Yeah, you know, so. Be fine. So two things come out of that. First thing is, I guess I got to stop talking about Michigan State's <laughs> lack of education <laughs> compared to Michigan. I guess I should lay off on that. Um, but. Hey, odds are, right? Odds are. Odds are they won't do that again. But Last night, the odds looked pretty damn bleak for the Celtics, and it happened. And it happened. And you know what the Celtics will take? They will take being overlooked 100 times out of 100 right now. 
And there's no question this coach is playing that up in that locker room. And there is no doubt in my mind that Horford is hearing, hearing this stuff and that Brown is hearing this stuff and White's hearing this stuff and both Williams are hearing this stuff and Tatum's hearing this stuff and Marcus Smart is hearing this stuff because, yeah, White and Brown and Horford hit all those threes, but the guy who put the dagger in from three-point range was Smart. That guy was making all of them when it was suddenly like six points. Oh, God, it's nine. Well, it's 12. And then it got up to 15, 120, 105. It was 103, 100. The Celtics yeah. were down. Correct. 17-0 run. Yeah. So if the, if the Warriors say we just need to keep doing what we're doing and odds are they won't do that again, that's a major problem for the Golden State Warriors because if there's anybody that has proven that you can't count on the odds this year, it's this Boston Celtics team. This Boston Celtics coach, this Boston Celtics front office, who the hell takes a coach and puts him upstairs? Who the hell has a coach who says, put me upstairs? Who the hell has that coach go upstairs and make the moves that we see are paying off? Al Horford just put up 26. Right now, as we're sitting here, Al Horford is the front runner for NBA Finals <laughs> oh, MVP, yeah. oh, and he's never played in a game. He had the record for most games played, most years played without such an appearance. And TJ hit on it. He went to Philadelphia and did nothing. Got traded to OKC, and they basically keyshawned him. Yes. Like, yo, you you can't play. Yes, stay, stay And home. then Brad stay Stevens home. was like, yo, we'll take you back. Take Kemba. Come back. Play with us. Yeah. And he's been incredible this whole playoffs. Open shots, he'll take them. Bang, defense, defense block shots, him. rebounding. He's spectacular. And he's out there shooting threes last night. And, like, and, like he's Robert Ory. And his finger, exactly. like Tory Holtz looking at that finger on his right hand going, wow. <laughs> you know, and he's got the crooked finger and he's shooting the threes. His and jumper doesn't, it looks it, ugly. It looks, it looks ugly busted. and weird. It's, I'll just say, I heard awesome. the Draymond Green statement and I'm like, okay, he is a supremely confident Hall of Fame player who's been there and done that. No doubt. But I, I, I would beg to differ. You can't sit here and say odds are they're not going to do it because the Celtics have overcome that statement every single day since the calendar year turned from 2021 to 2022. You will not stop us from advancing the protecting That is literally their mantra. Odds you will not stop us from passing you. it in the house next week, and you will not stop us there. If you're going to keep if saying odds are this team's not going to do it, you're going to be watching another abolish. duck boat parade. If the Supreme Court yeah. so objects, get it together, we will for the rest of us. Look at that guy over there. He's so damn smug. Circulation yeah. and I just put, come on. He put his green socks oh, on and shoes. He's not even wearing pants. That's how confident he is. He never wears pants. Come on. I almost brought a cigar today. For the rest of us <laughs> in America, don't rely on odds are. Here's the and somebody else from New England would say, do your job. Here's the problem, Rich. Every, Come on. Every series, Tatum has one game where you're like, you got, what is what, Jason Tatum you got doing? Your bad Tatum and then he out. gets averages 28, yes, 30. To, he already this, had that one. So, and they won. And they won. That's a, pro, that's a problem. Yes, odds are he's going to be better. <laughs> yes. And we're, you and I aren't betting, man. But yes. I think that we would bet on the fact that this is probably going to be the worst game he plays. Grant Williams hardly did anything from three. Odds are he's going to be the yeah, guy who right. does it if White doesn't. He basically got benched yesterday. Yeah, Come on. 
it's it's weird being you know we're all kind of basketball historians. Watching Al Horford last night, man, it just I picked the Warriors to win, but something feels something felt weird watching that game. We were watching a story that we've seen before. This old grizzled veteran who'd never been there. You before. know what they have? They have the feeling of it's meant to be. It's what it looks it, like really, right now, and odds are is not going to cut it with this Celtics team. I'm sick to my stomach, Rich. You know. Better get some Pepto ready, like I mean, your like your Jerry West. I mean, okay, I just, in the I, NBA I, Finals and the, the season finale of Winning Time, get that Pepto ready, brother. I feel like I saw something last night. I'll bring you guys a case next week. So uh, Gary Payton is first up. You know, you know what help is his son get, coming back. He was dressed right. last night, yes. but didn't play. Um, he accepted uh, an award for community service prior to the game last yeah, night, was which really was pretty cool. neat to see. Um, so Gary Payton's going to be first up on this program. The glove. Um, we're also going to be talking about this in hour three with our in-studio guest, one of the stars, the star, along with Sandler, in the new Netflix movie Hustle, in which Sandler plays a 76er scout who finds a diamond in a rough player from Spain, played by Utah Jazz forward Juancho Hernan Gomez, and he was on the Celtics in that two, three-month period where it wasn't working out. And he made some comments earlier this week in advance of the movie Hustle premiering tonight in a theater near you and next week on Netflix, saying there were a lot of egos. Where the hell did those egos go? Odds are they're not showing up again. (laughs) Not right now. So, and in the middle of it, hour number two, uh, before that, actually, uh, uh, Mike Singletary, Pro Football Hall of Famer, is going to join us in advance of uh, a special weekend coming up in uh, in Canton, Ohio on Father's Day weekend. We'll go down memory lane with Mike Singletary. And then in the middle of the program, an in-studio visit to in-studio guests today. Pretty cool. Uh, Akbar Baja Biamila will join us in advance of American Ninja Warrior showing back up on your TV screen and on Peacock um, for season 14. Wow. Nice open. What's more likely coming up? Also, TJ's big-ass grab bag involving... All-time great sports yeah, beefs. Yes. Great start. We will not quit Jock Peterson <laughs> versus Tommy Pham. <laughs> stop, won't stop. Because we I'm won't stop about talking it. about it. As Bill Hader said yesterday on the set of Barry, they can't stop talking about it. You can't stop no, talking about it. You can only hope one. to contain the talk. One, so. Use the we phrase of our friend that precedes us here on NBC Sports on Peacock. We'll take a break. Gary Payton will join us to discuss the NBA Finals and more when we come back on The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Gary Payton will be joining us shortly here on the program. We're sitting in a dreaded uh, Zoom waiting room for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Let me get, let me get my team ready. The zooming, the zooming these days. Uh, are we is, over Zoom? Zoom over? No, it's there forever. There forevermore. You know, I, it changed television. Do you know how many TV shows are like, yeah, we broken. can just do everything remotely. We don't have to pay a dime for anything. There's nothing has to look premium it's anymore. Not as good. And, and of course it's not. Do you know do what something. Daily Sports Show Emmy just nominated never something. uses Zoom and is in studio every day? That would be. Well, I mean, you know, but we're 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 no, we're just saying, there. just saying, we're here. All right, let's take some calls while we're in the waiting in the Zoom waiting room. Has been done. They don't give you music. You know what this I mean? Time, like, like, like a magazine. They give you a magazine. We must actually do you know what I mean? And you stare, and you stare <laughs> at the screen. You stare at the screen and you're like, do they know I'm there? Do they know I'm there? It's weird. Like, you, you record like, yourself you, and you're just staring like oddly Shouldn't you like, be camera? able to, you know, you ring the doorbell again? Like, shouldn't you be able to do that? That's what my kids, when they're, you know, when they're home and, hmm. and Suze is still in the car, you know, still in the car. And, you know, so she's got the key and the kids just keep ringing the doorbell. <laughs> you know, and you just want to open the door up and say, we don't want any. <laughs> what do you want? Says father of the year. <laughs> Best, Best dad, dad ever. ever. I'm, I'm coming for you. Well, this guy uh, is no doubt a proud papa as well. As again, I, we saw uh, Gary Payton II get a community service award last night, and we hope to see him back on on the court in these NBA Finals. Pro Basketball Hall of Famer here, courtesy of Hennessy, is the great Gary Payton, or on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. I, I, I am mandated to start this interview as uh, Stuart Scott always used to refer to him. GP, are you with me? <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? How are you, Gary Payton? That good, used, good, that, good. that was always Stewart's line for you. Whenever I was doing, we're sitting next to him and he's doing your highlights. GP, are you, GP, with, me? Are you with me? That's what he always. That's what he always say. Yeah, that was my guy, man. I used, I used to enjoy him very much, you know. So you know, he made, you know, he he got that from uh, Frank 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 Kirkland. I mean, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Kirk Franklin. Frank. Kirk Franklin, yeah. So he got that from him. So that was a good line to bring it up. You know, he was always good at, at, at making some stuff up and making it stick. He always did. I know that, and he loved your game too. As did it did uh, most of uh, America. So uh, let's get into it, Gary Payton. What did you, what did you think of Game One of the NBA Finals last night, and what the Celtics were able to pull off in that fourth quarter? Well, a bad fourth quarter by the Golden State Warriors. You know. Um, 
they give up 40 points in their in their thing. No defense, a lot of turnovers, and and uh, it was disaster. You know, they gave up a game. They gave they gave up a game. You know, so I think they're going to have to go in and get an adjustment of what they're going to do. Golden State has been doing that all year of turning the basketball over. And uh, in these finals, you can't turn the basketball over. It's about possessions, especially if a team did what Boston did. They made shots. They made big shots all the way down, uh, Smart, White, um, and even uh, Horford. They all made big shots, and, and then Brown penetrating and, and, and doing the things he did and making shots. And when you have your star and Tatum struggling and the other guys step up, and the other team is turning the ball over, and it, you know, and it, and they're not scoring. You know, that's just a big, that's a, just a, a disaster. And Golden State got that in that fourth quarter, and it got them along. Well, I mean, the soundbite that's kind of stuck certainly it resonated with us on this show. We played it about ten minutes ago uh, in our opening segment. Is Draymond Green reading off the stat sheet of uh, Derek White and? Jalen Brown and Al Horford saying they went 15 to 23 from three and basically said odds are they're not going to do that again, so we'll be fine. Do you agree with that um, approach, Gary? Well, that's a good. That's a, well, that's Draymond Green. He's doing his thing. I don't. I don't. We don't know. We can't predict what's going to happen in the next game. But what they did was they they made shots this game. So if they're on, if they're on fire and they're making shots, well, he's gonna. They're gonna have to do something different. You know, but. I don't know. You know anything can happen in any games. Maybe not. Maybe they will. But what I'm saying is is that they made them this game. And and then down and down one one game to none. And they're going to have to be more conscious of what what these guys are doing because I think these guys' confidence is up there now. And they're going to play well. Now, Golden State has to adjust to what he's going to do. They were in a zone. Golden State was in a zone. Which the zone wasn't a good matchup, and these guys got free. Got to fix the uh, Horford it's from the corner, Horford from the side, White from the from the from the side, White from here, White from there, and then all of a sudden, Jalen Brown takes over by uh, penetrating in the zone. Golden State is going to have to adjust because if you give a per- professional a basketball of- player that much light, they should knock down shots and. I don't know what's going to happen in the next game, but if he's saying that it won't happen again, and it does happen again, then what you're going to say? I don't know what you're going to say, but I think they need to make adjustments that these guys are not as comfortable as they were yesterday to make shots. Gary Payton, Basketball Hall of Famer, nine-time All-NBA player here on the Rich Eisen Show, courtesy of Hennessy. Um, you didn't wait as long as Horford did to get to your first NBA Finals, but it was definitely not right off the bat of your career. Uh, do you think Horford was just thinking about it for all this time and he finally got there and said, screw it, I'm just going to let it all on the floor? I mean, I, I, I'm wondering what insight you might have into the mindset we saw Horford uh, display last night. Gary? Well, it's been a long, you know, this is Harvard's first one, and it's been a long, it's been a minute for him. You know, uh, I, I don't know how long it's been. I I went to my first finals in my sixth year. So, you know, I played against the Bulls and, and then went and then went uh, two more times after that's that. Cool. <laughs> but he is his first. And, yes, it might as well let it free. He, he's, taking an opera, he's taking advantage of the opportunity of being there. And he took way much. He took very much advantage of it. 
<laughs> by scoring, scoring what he had twenty six and six or something like that with six threes or something like that. He so, did. Yeah, he oh, took wow. advantage of that, and and that's what he's supposed to do. He wants to win Where'd a championship. Any player that goes to the NBA Finals should be in that in that stage. If you're gonna be on the floor and your coach give you that much. Uh, uh, confidence and getting out here. Yeah, hit the shots. Do what you got to do. And he's just taking advantage of what he has to because, first of all, if it took him this long to get here, I, I don't think uh, he'll get back uh, like that uh, soon. I don't know. We don't know what he's going to do. We don't know if he's going to go back, so he's going to take advantage of it. Well, and we also know the Warriors are not at complete full strength, Gary Payton. Um, so what can you tell me about your, your son? Do, we, do you think we see him game two? Anything... Close, imminent for him in his Well, return? I don't know what happened to yesterday. I mean, um, that's that's on the coaching staff of, of uh, an organization of Golden State. I don't know. You, you suit him up and you don't play him. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not the coach. I'm not the, 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 the trainer over there. Uh, what was the, the thinking of that? But they're not in full strength. Uh, you know, Andre hadn't played in a long time. I, I think Porter played very well. You know what I'm saying? Even when he was they, he was out for a minute at a time, and he hit big threes yesterday. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, it's hard for guys, you know, to just keep sitting over there and getting in a rhythm. Uh, I, think he, I think he should be on the floor. You know, that's just my opinion. You know, but that's on the, or the coaching staff of, of the Golden State. I hope, he, I hope he comes back so he can help his, help his team uh, try to win a championship. Uh, but like I said, that's up to the Golden State Warriors. And so um, the injury that he suffered uh, with Dylan Brooks that earned him a suspension, Coach Kerr called it at the time, breaking the code uh, of the NBA. Uh, I know I'm asking a dad this question, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway. Do you agree with that assessment of that foul and suspension, Gary? Well, you guys seen how I played. I don't, I don't care about people fouling people or nothing like that. And it, it, that's a basketball basketball play to One me. Minute. I mean, he should, he jumped late, but uh, I'm just saying uh, I think it, it would be a different with me if he would have pushed him out the air and then did something like that. Basketball in any sport is a, is a, is a, is a, is a physical contact for sport. Uh, I think that uh, my son just basically, you know, he, he, he landed wrong. You know what I'm saying? Instead of his arm bending, it's stuck. And that's just the way the game goes. Uh, I think Dylan Brooks shouldn't have jumped as late as he did and hit him over the head. But that's basketball. I don't think that kid went up and jumped and said, I'm about to hurt him. I don't think that happened. And it just, that's just the way it goes. Uh, it was unfortunate uh, the timing that he got hurt at that time. But uh, you know, that's just the way basketball goes. I, I, I don't care. Uh, basketball, you guys see when we were playing and the 90s and, and in the 80s, you know, people used to fight and get up and come back and do things like that. That's just what basketball is. And I, I, I don't think it was, I think it was it was a basketball play. Gary Payton here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, neat moment, certainly for me to watch it, Gary, and I'm wondering what from your perspective. Uh, you surprising Marcus Smart at his facility, at his practice, with his teammates around him to award him, to give him the Defensive Player of the Year award uh, since you were the last person at that position to win it back in 1996. I wonder what you, uh, how you were asked about it and your two cents on uh, behind the scenes doing that, Gary. Well, what I see, when, when we were talking about it all year, I've been talking about how he changed the game 
uh, the way I did in '96 at a, at the point guard position. Uh, I was promoting for him to to win it. You know, it been uh, I was the only point guard to ever win it ever in NBA history, and now he's the second. So uh, I mean, he, he deserves it. He, he changes the game. He changes the game a lot. He's, he's he's a guy where he makes things happen and he creates problems. Uh, for the NBA, when the NBA came and asked me and they made it a unique thing, and uh, I didn't really know he was a big fan of mine until they showed me the tweet that he had the, twer- the tweet that he tweeted out. Uh, that was uh, one of the things that we were more about to you know uh, to give him an award, and it was it was an honor for me to give it to him. I mean, he deserves it. You know, it's history to, to be the, the second point guard at that position because you guys know. That really point guards or guards don't win this award. Big men win the award. A lot of big men win the award. For him to come and do it in, in the way he did it and change the game of what he did is, is big. And it was an honor for me to go out there and give him the award. Well, it's not just the physical attributes. You got to have the the what's between the temples. You got to have heart. Obviously, you got to have physical skills. But you got to have smarts. Uh, and I, 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 I didn't mean to actually uh, say that about Marcus, just because I'm not turning a phrase. I literally mean that he's a smart guy. So wh- wh- how did he pick your brain, Gary? What was part of the conversation that maybe you two had um, away from everybody about being the defensive player of the year at a position like that? Well, you know what? He, he, he really didn't. We didn't really pick the brain of oh. about the box. How he won the position. He just was telling me about how he grew up and how he watched me and how, you know, he wanted to be that type of basketball player I was on the defensive end. And he was like, you know, I've been watching you forever. You changed the mold of the game of defensive on each side. And I know that I could, I thought that I could do that and I wanted to do that. And I told him, man, it was all about your mindset. If you have a mindset where him is that, he, he gives up his offense to be a defensive basketball player, and that's what he does. And if you see it, when he gets steals and he gets uh, deflection and he, and he does things, he creates his his offense off of steals because he can get down the floor and or he can create it for somebody else. And and that's what a defensive player should be um, understand. That's how I thought about it. I thought about yeah, forget trying to score all the time and because if I get three or four steals and get three or four layups, that's eight, nine, ten points right there, uh, uh, ten point, eight or ten points right there, and I can score that way. And I think that's what his mentality was, and that's what we talked about after, you know, we went up and, and, and had a chat and, and took pictures, and he was just saying that he appreciates me and, you know, and appreciates the things I did. He, was watching, he watched a lot of films of me you know, doing things in the way I did. And it, it was an honor for me, you know, to even even talk to the young kid because, you know, you don't really know how many basketball players really idolize you and, and try to imitate your, your style of basketball nowadays until they tell you. And you don't really understand that, and it, it was a great time talking to him. Gary Payton here on the Rich Eisen Show. What are you doing with Hennessy uh, in conjunction with the 75th anniversary of the NBA and you making that team? Gary? Well, you know, it, it, it's one of these things where you guys understand that the, the the pandemic started a lot of things, and, and, and it created a lot of things, a lot of havoc in this world. And we, as, you know, people, especially the black, the Latina, and the Asians, they started little small businesses. 
and they put all their lives into it and all their money into these businesses. And then all of a sudden the pandemic comes and then you don't make no money and things, things get to a, a situation where you start losing your businesses. And now it's struggling. Uh, so Hennessy and, and, and me and the NBA and 17 other NBA teams, we combined together. And we said, look, we're going to try to help these businesses. And we started a thing called Unfinished Business. <clears throat> this year we have gave, given $2.5 million to these people to get their businesses back on the feet so they can get their lives back on the feet. Ever since 2020, you know, uh, the unfinished business program has gave out, you know, $7.5 million. And we're just trying to keep keep doing the same thing and the same thing to help these people because they're struggling. If anybody understands out there, man, the pandemic really caused uh, a big thing in our, in, our, in our lives and in this world. And now we're just trying to get out of it. And then the plus that we went, and then we went under over that because of the 75th anniversary of the NBA, we picked 75 recipients uh, that is going to be on uh, our Instagram. We're going we're gonna to reveal it on Instagram to, to give them a reward for doing the things above and beyond of what they did. And this is going to be 75, and we're going to reveal it on at Hennessy uh, US. That's their, that's their uh, Instagram. And then on, on my Gary Payton Instagram, we're going to reveal that. And it's going to be a big thing for these these people and get them back their lives back. And I'm just proud to, to be a part of this ten million dollar process that we're going to give to these people and do the things that we're doing right now so that we can get these people back to their lives and and not you know stressing out and, and saying that they lost their life savings hmm. and we help them get back to where they need to be get back to. Good stuff, Gary Payton. Fantastic. Um, not just that, but everything going on in your world. Congratulations on making the 75th anniversary team. Um, and so were you um, part of that whole extravaganza at the All-Star Game? Were you there? I was. Time? Okay. Yeah, I was. What was that it like? Was, it, was great. it was great to just be around the guys, man, and then the older guys. So you see all the guys that I looked up to. Uh, I had great conversation with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and, and Jerry West. You know, uh, them are one of my two favorites. Uh, but my favorite of all time is George Gervin, who was like a father to me. And uh, just to be around him and, and, and have the pleasure of being named one of the top 75 players in the world in 75 years of basketball, that is just something that you just don't imagine that you will be doing, you'll be a part of. And that was a big, it's a big deal for me to be a part of that and make that team. And, uh, it was just a great thing at All Star Weekend to be around them guys and have that type of fun. Did you, at some point during the, any of the mixers uh, with the rest of the team, go up to Michael Jordan with an iPad and show him highlights of you wearing him down in games four and five of the NBA Finals? <laughs> Gary, show him an iPad, just walk up and see his no, reaction with an iPad? No, yeah. Mike, Mike came in a little late. <laughs> he was at his, uh, his Grand Prix, even though he finished second with his uh, Grand Prix, uh, oh, or okay. his, his racing team. Right that weekend and you know we were just hoping for him uh, for his team to win the uh uh the uh the grand prix that day you know the the the, the daytona 500 that's what they were in oh, he came in. okay okay yeah, so you have no issues came. no issues with michael after the last dance uh, you have no issues with michael after the last dance gary at all no no i i you know what i, I don't I, I don't care about that that was his his production 
I would have been. I would. I wouldn't have had no respect for Mike if he wouldn't have said the things that he said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would have had no respect for him because if I'm writing my own my own uh, a movie or a script or whatever, I'm gonna talk crazy to everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really don't care. You know. I would have been talking about everybody. I wasn't scared of nobody, which is true, right? Yeah, I wasn't scared of nobody doing basketball. So it was it was what he had, man. I wouldn't have had no respect for him if he would have said something else. You know what I'm saying? So it was fun always competing against Mike. But I don't have nothing, no beef against Mike. That was a long time ago in the day. It doesn't matter. Everybody knows what went down. You know what I'm saying? We we Everybody got eyes. They seen basketball. We just played. And we had fun and, and we competed. And if you remember in the last dance, yes, Mike DJ. said, look, I have no problems with the glove. So Gary was one of the few people that he said, I had no problems with no, I, the I, glove. I, I, I took Gary that to mean the different way, that, that he didn't have a problem with you, Gary, uh, on the court. I, that's, I don't know. That's, that's the way I took that. I, 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 that's <laughs> yeah. how I took it. <laughs> Everybody going to take it in a different way. But I'm just going to say this. It, you guys know I wasn't in fear of no one. And nope. one body, and the way I play, you know what I'm saying. So I, to me, I can guard anybody. I could, I can guard anybody. In my day, I can guard anybody in the, in the world. So it wasn't no problem with that. I mean, it, it wasn't even like that. I mean, whatever way he was meaning it, like I said, if he didn't mean it in a bad way, I wouldn't have no respect. For <laughs> well, your teammates on the 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 pinnacle team in the history of the NBA, your teammates forever on that 75th anniversary team, and congratulations on that. And then again, uh, doing some good out of the number, $75, uh, $7.5 million in funding to help black, uh, black Latinx, and Asian-American-owned businesses that, are, uh, that were struggling and powered through COVID-19. And then the 75 unfinished business recipients are going to be revealed on the Hennessy social media outlets as well as yours, Gary Payton. Thanks for the call. Let me know when you're in L.A. I'd love to have you back in studio. Gary. Appreciate it. Yes, I'm Always. Gonna come on. You know, last time we did, we had a good time. So we did. Always. Take care of yourself, Gary Payton. Okay, you take care. That's the glove himself, Gary Payton. GP was, in fact, with me. GP. Right here. Stuart always said, GP, are you with me? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Of course. Like you said, it was Kirk Franklin. But, yeah, I... I don't think Michael oh, Jordan meant it the way. Do me that a favor you think in this commercial break. Oh, I've watched it many what? times. No, when was the last time you watched it? Well, I can remember Brooklyn. He and I laughs. Had a, it's the famous meme of him laughing at the at the iPad, yeah, and then yeah. it's the other famous meme that comes up of him sort of like looking like at the iPad, like, "Oh, really? He's saying that?" And then he says, "I've, I've never had a problem. I never had a problem with the glove." I mean, I rewatched it a f- like a few weeks ago. Watch it again. I, that's, I watched it last night just to make sure I was up to speed on it because I'm a lead pipe wielding professional <laughs> and I knew I'd, I'd sneak it in on Gary at the very end. So let's take a break. We'll come back. More phone calls. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Mike Singletary still to come, but so is Akbar Baja Biamilla in studio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Back with our terrestrial radio audience. Let's make sure that we're all one happy family before you backtrack. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Phone lines are lit. Okay. You, you, did you watch the video and the commercial break yeah, or not? Deal, I think maybe sometimes I have a way of trying to look at the positive Yes, you things, do. Okay? And so I rewatch it, and I can see your point. But my man, Michael Hawley from Brother From Another, who's obviously watching this, just texted me a second after we went to commercial. Yeah. And he wrote something, which I won't read. He goes, you know exactly how MJ meant that. And of I was course, like, Michael Jordan wasn't, like, accepting, okay, like, wasn't watching uh, the iPad. It wasn't Gary Payton talking so, about the, the, op- the opportunity to beat the Bulls yeah, in the NBA yeah. Finals. He was talking about they knew they would have to wear Jordan down. And Jordan started laughing at that. And then he said they did that. He said they were successful in doing that, which led to the second most famous meme from that iPad watch, which was him sort of going like, did he really just say that? Because that makes me laugh. Then he hands the iPad back to the director and he's like, I had no problem with the glove. Not like I have no problem with it. Like, I'll accept, I'll accept his yeah, yeah. See, opinion. That's I, that's and I'm like, oh, it's all, like, that he's cool with it. This guy who created his own false narrative with poor who? Was that LaFonso Ellis back in the day? No, no, no. no. Who was it? No, LeBradford Smith. Le- LeBradford, poor LeBradford yeah. Smith was on the wrong end of something he didn't do. Like I said, I, I maybe I was that trying guy. to give Mike the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, maybe. Look, I stand corrected. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe? <laughs> Let's go to Ben in Mississippi here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844 rich What's up, Ben? What's up, Ben? Richie, Rich and crew. Yes, sir. How are you? How you been? What's up, Ben? I got bad news. I'm looking specifically at airlines. Oh, Ben. Over. Ben, Ben, shut your mouth, bro. Oh. Hold on. Come on, dude. Let me me explain it. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. No. (laughs) 30. Go for it, Ben. Oh, uh, did won't you... happen okay. again in this series. Okay, you got Jason Tatum's bad game, and the Celtics still won. Rich, even if Steph Curry is great for the remainder of this series, do the Golden State Warriors have enough? I don't believe they do, and I know they have a lot of Finals experience, but I just think overall this is a worse matchup for the Golden State Warriors against the Celtics than we actually predicted. And I wanted to say this because I called in a few weeks ago, but I didn't get through. I thought the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks and Boston Celtics series was not only going to represent the Eastern Conference, but win the NBA Championship. And I also show. believe that Dan, the Celtics are going to win at Bongino.com. Go. I think this is a gentleman's sweep. So, with that being said, I just believe that as this series progresses, I don't know if you're going to get enough from Clay. I don't know if you're going to get enough from Jordan Poole. Will the Celtics shoot the lights out of cover of the ball like they did last night? Probably not, but I don't think they'll have to. Well, Ben, I got to say this. I always appreciate your opinions on this program, and I appreciate you specifically saying this because I predicted the Warriors to win, and you've made Chris Brockman very uncomfortable, and part of the reason why you've made him uncomfortable, if there's anybody on the Rich Eisen Show set who knows about being a professional mush and how it can come from anywhere, it's that guy. 
So um, this is great. You've made him extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> Chris, clear your plans for Sunday. There's no reason to watch. Uh, okay, it's over. Uh, it's over. No, clear your plans for clear watch. plans for next Wednesday. You don't need to watch that game, even though you probably want to see that beautiful NBA Finals script on the parquet floor of the TD Garden, right? I'm sure you want to do that, but you don't have to. It's over. Ben from Mississippi has ended the finals. Ben. And you thank you for that, Ben. Bro. Thank you for that, Ben. That's appreciate my man it. right there. <laughs> thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. Ben from Mississippi, well done. Uh, Brockman knows the mush can come from anywhere. And you I, know, I know that breaking a, a sports blackout where you're trying not to find out the score because you're recording it because it's something that you really want to see and you can't see it later Gates, until later Gates. on. I know that can be ruined in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Zoom tape. And as a matter of fact, hey. in the 21st century, you can't do it anymore. As Larry David sure, says, you just is, zoom uh, tape. So, I have an idea. You know, okay. I think that's impossible. Wall, it would take billions it's over. of dollars. Congratulations, Chris. What are you going to do Sunday night? Every school Sunday night. Was it number 19? Are you going to take a six day to Sunday night at 8 Eastern time? 5 Pacific. Enjoy Enjoy the take, take Sunday off, Chris. Take Sunday off. Well, we already have Sunday off already, Rich. I do want to say this here. I do want to say this here. Um, that, that um, I watched the fourth quarter yesterday sitting next to my 11-year-old, Coop, who is a Celtics fan. Um, he's a Yankee Celtics fan. He's going to have explaining to do the rest of his life for people going, what's up with that? Well, mom loves the Celtics, and dad loves the Yankees. So, okay. Um, he's gonna, it's going to be an interesting hybrid that we're sending into the sports world. Um, but he was so excited to watch this. And uh, all I can think of, and I'll, I'll be very honest here, um, is how lucky we are to be living on the West Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because tip-off of that game was 10 after 9 Eastern time. Ridiculous. How many 11-year-olds in Massachusetts, in Boston, in New England, had to wake up and be told by their parents today what happened yeah. last night? And, and it, it's also like... For all you folks out there in the East Coast who are trying to be cool on on a school night and like you can stay up second half, we'll see how it goes. Eighty to sixty-seven. I'm sending him to sleep. Yeah, I'm sending her to sleep. It's over. Over. Like that was right around eleven o'clock Eastern time last night, where the Celtics were down by thirteen. And I know miracles can happen. One of the greatest quarters of the Celtics in the last what? 15, 20 years? It's been a while. It was and the biggest so many, fourth quarter discrepancy in NBA history. An 11-year-old kid is no doubt in the final. being sent to bed or falling half asleep or whatever. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get That's the best thing about the NFL with the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl kicks off 20 minutes after 6 o'clock. 15 minutes after 6 o'clock Eastern time. And I know the halftime goes for for so long, but like forty five minutes. World Series game thing. start now. First pitch in the eight o'clock right, Eastern hour, or eight thirty. Nine o'clock, eight o'clock. At least Sunday it starts at eight Eastern. You got a fighting chance right, if you're good. if you're parents of a Celtic fan on the East Coast. Yeah, we college we a- basketball this year. March Madness turned into midnight madness. Yep. <laughs> it was midnight. Yep. The one shining moment. Happened at like twenty after midnight. But what, what do we do about this, though, Rich? What I don't know. Like, because I, I know we, I, we I don't had get a group the chat, nine like, o'clock Eastern yeah. tip. We had a group chat. It should have started. So five. I was psyched. Coop watched it, and then we sent him to bed.